Welcome to Modern Day Abigails, a women's outreach of Calvary Chapel Pearland. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So let's listen to God's Word, where everyday lives transform, and where we can become the women God created us to be. What does it mean to give honor to somebody? You're asking us. Yeah, I am. I want to know your thoughts. I don't even know how to put that in When you honor someone, you treat them as better than yourself. Right. So, and so if they're treating someone better than themselves and yet they're called a weaker vessel, isn't that something that is precious that you, because remember Jesus, God said it above, this is precious. Isn't he saying that you're precious and that you deserve, do you deserve to be protected? Isn't that the husband's job to protect this weaker vessel? Meaning if you're going to protect something. Are you going to scream, kick or yell or throw it? No, no. You're if you're, guard it with your what life. does it mean to protect uh, as the man? Right. What does it mean to protect? I'm going to keep harm from you. Yeah, exactly. Are you going to let that me means get broken? I'm going to have to fight that harm. Yes. Away. Anybody that would bring harm, they're right. going to headbutt me and that we're going to lock horns and go down and uh, we're going to fight it out before yeah. it ever touches you. Right. Exactly. Oh, I'm going to add to this. I'm going to add. To, let me talk to my mic. Yeah. Good idea. Um, Anna and I both have a tendency to just keep going, 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 going. And there's a point where Ray protects her and says, okay, you got to stop. Yeah. It's time yes, to take a break. Exactly. We're resting this weekend. Yeah. You're not doing anything. Exactly. He does. He'll tell me, no, you're going to rest. You're not going to do anything. And he's, did you eat, Anna? Did you yeah, eat? I get those calls. I get that all the time. Did you eat? <laughs> Wait, define eating. I there's mean, all kinds of ways. Yes. No, we're busy at work. Uh, I have to do. No, 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 no. Yeah. You stop and you eat. Yeah. That's me protecting her. And, 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 and it can be physical. So when we were at the pool one time when our son was real little and he had his friend there and, um, they got a chance to play with the basketball, uh, water basketball, and they got the ball. And these bigger kids came up and grabbed the ball from his friend. I stood up, mom mode. The lifeguard turned their head oh, the other way. Oh, you seen that. That was and a I'm display. And I'm like, excuse me. I said, you give them back that ball. You don't take a ball from a kid. And I just got after him. Well, poor Ray over there. He's like, oh, no. He had to get up and come over there because he was like, this guy's going to come unglued and I'm just going to have to go help her. <laughs> but, and I think that did help because the kid probably could have taken me on because I think the kid was bigger than me. But because Ray walked up, that guy's like, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. But how tall are you, Ray? Six one, six two. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, and I've had that before where, you know, I, I sometimes, I, I've had a habit still today, but especially back then, my mouth would run ahead. And I didn't always think things out. And so I would say things and poor Ray would have to come up and go, oh, gosh, there's going to be a fight. I got it. Like at the dog park when our, where our dog was a puppy, um, I almost got into a fight with a guy who had, I think they were pit bulls. No, you almost got me into a fight. I almost him. got him in a fight because he had to get me out of the fight because I, his dogs to me were attacking my dog and they weren't listening. I'm screaming and yelling. I finally threw some water on him. The guy got mad because I threw something. And I'm like, but they're about to going after. And poor Ray had to get in the middle of us. I almost got we into a fight. We don't go to dog parks anymore. We don't. <laughs> People get too particular. Yes. So I'm saying is that's what he does as a husband. He protects me. Yes, I am weaker. That guy, if he had not been there, that guy could have taken me on. I'm, I'm smaller. Uh, there's nothing I could have done. I don't care how much kickboxing or whatever he could have taken me on because I am not built the same way as a man. And then, so that, that whole gender confusion thing, we are very much built differently. 
a guy cannot claim to be a woman and a woman cannot be claimed as a guy because we are built differently. And that whole yeah. gender reversal thing stuff going on is ungodly. Yes. It is absolutely wicked, evil, ungodly. Exactly. And do not fall for that. I know it's getting into everything. Light beer has gotten into it recently, and it's, it's uh, a yeah. big issue. Don't yeah. fall for that nonsense. It is ungodly, unbiblical, antichrist stuff. I wanted to jump in here real quick yeah. on the First Peter 3. I want to run this by. Husbands, I'm going to read again. Uh, we already heard it. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them, your wives, with understanding. With understanding, guys. Now, I already made the case earlier that some women, they don't want to submit to the man because they think that it allows him to come home, stomp his foot, say, honey, where's my tea? Like you're going to get run over. Okay, husbands, dwell with them with understanding. Husbands, do you have an understanding of what your wife goes through during the day? She has her own work to do. Maybe she's there with kids all day. She's just worn out. Maybe her work day was hard. Maybe she's got things she's going through, too. Do you come in and stop and say, where's my tea? Or do you have understanding of them? Do you understand where they are? Do you understand what it's like for them to go through their day as well? And you got to give honor to the wife. Give honor to the wife. Yes, the wives submit to the husband. We read that. But guys, you give honor to your wife. You come in and you treat them better than you treat yourself as to the weaker vessel. Okay. And then it says, uh, as to the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, we're, we're all in this together, so we need to act like we're under grace, okay? Grace teaches us self-control. And then it says that your prayers may not be hindered. Big one. I know guys oh, yes. that treat their wives like their property. They treat their wives like you should be doing for me because I outrank you and the Bible says so, muhaha, and they abuse that verse. It, the Bible says your prayers are hindered. You can pray to God all day and swear that he heard you, but he doesn't. If you do not treat your wife right, guys, I'm going to tell you again. If you do not honor your wife and if you do not dwell with her with understanding and treat her right as she ought to be, God will not hear or answer your prayers. Your prayers are hindered. That means they're stopped. That means you pray to the Lord and they don't make it past the ceiling. It's like you didn't even pray at all. So now, guys, your prayer life is messed up because you're not treating your wife right. Ladies, we already went through yours. You're walking wrong with the Lord God because you're not submitting to your husband. Guys, you're not treating your wife with honor and with understanding. Your prayers are not being heard. Your prayers are hindered, and now your walk with the Lord God is wrong as well. Get it right, guys. And we got a, a good story on that. I mean, and Joanne, I'm going to let you talk about it because you probably understand this even more because of the way your ex-husband was. But when you talked about that, I was remembering how you were on a business trip and the guys were like, hey, let's go have uh, lunch or dinner or something. And they're like, hey, we're going to go down to the pancake house. And Ray's like, all right, cool, pancakes. It was not a pancake house. It was like a Hooters. These these girls who were they didn't have a whole lot of clothes on. And he actually got in there and positioned himself to where he could not see the girls. And when they would come up to take his order, he'd look at his menu and hand his menu and he wouldn't look at them. I blocked my eyes yeah. with my menu and, and the I guys told were him what I wanted to eat. I was with a company group. They yeah. they all went in there to eat together. And I didn't know what place it was until we got in there. Yeah. It's, and he didn't have a car to leave. I didn't have a way to get out of there or nothing. So I wouldn't look. And, you know, the guys made fun of me and yeah. they, they teased me and, and, you know, oh, come on, Ray, come on. It's just, you know, you're not going to. 
I said, no, I, this is for my wife. I honored and he did. my wife. Yes, and that's what he did. He texted me saying, hey, this is what's going on. This is where I'm at. I, I didn't choose it. I said, thank you for honoring me. And the Lord did honor his prayers because that's not, I don't think it was too much longer after that. You got out of there and you wound up being in a ministry. And I'll tell you what, the, the main guy that took us in there that was teasing me the oh, most yes. ended up coming to me later that he and his wife, well, he, he came to me to tell me that his wife was cheating on him. Oh, right. Crying right. like a little kid. And after I picked at him for just maybe two minutes, I found out the reason she was cheating on him is because he was cheating on her. Right. And he was the one making fun of me for honoring you. Right. Exactly. Imagine that. Exactly. Well, what's funny, and I've seen this for myself, is I can tell you that this actually does happen because there's a place that we go eat at sometimes, and it's a Mediterranean place, and they have this part of their stuff is this belly dancer that they have performing. I usually leave. And or when she you comes sit out. there and you put your menu up that literally high up that's clearly you're not actually reading. Yeah. It. Or he'll just like stare at me like, Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. My like, God, fine, how are you? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you can literally see that he is working to honor his wife by averting his eyes, even though she's sitting right in front yeah. of him. And we but I've also at the same restaurant watched women tell their daughters that's okay for your husband to look at it. And the reason I say that it's is not they touch in. Yeah. Because I've watched them Shh. let their little girls go up and hang out with the belly dancer or give them money or practice belly dancing. And I'm like, you, all you're doing is telling your daughters that's acceptable behavior. So if another man, if a man that's your husband looks at another woman, you're telling her that's okay. I was never taught that was, I mean, I wasn't taught that was okay. And you know, guys, my sin nature yeah. wants to look. Exactly. My sin nature wants to look and go, yeah, but my honor to my wife and my obedience to the Lord, my inner being, my spirit that dwells with the Holy Spirit within me, the Holy Spirit says, don't you do that. You need to honor her. And so I don't. Yes, there is that sexual side of the male makeup here that, that well that's just the way we guys are and you guys that run on that excuse you're you're basically prioritizing sin over god oh we're just guys that's just the way we're going to be uh you're not just guys if you're a believer you're also saved by jesus you also are a son of god and you need to prioritize what the spirit of god tells you to do don't look at that woman while you're sitting in front of your wife honor her or when you're not in front of your wife like you you didn't i wasn't even there even i would if never you're not there, yeah, yeah. i would never have known if you had looked at those women i would never have known i wouldn't have known guys this pertains to that computer if at night had, too oh, if yeah. he had told you that he was going to go at the pancake house you would have never known oh i would have thought, oh pancakes yeah. for dinner that's great yeah. <laughs> what yeah. Yeah. yeah but okay but let's flip this around girls this works both yes, ways exactly it does don't Ladies. think that you are immune no you're not because averting your eyes is something that um, you also need to be doing yeah. for your husband. If yeah. you are single, like me, I avert my yeah. eyes. Some women are more visual than others, and it's being more and more addressed because of yes. computer with pornography. You and I are we, both yeah. visual w- Yes, women. we are. And um, p- pornography is actually a very high level now with women because of the computer. They don't have to go to those creepy stores with the creepy guys. They can just sit at home. And they said that uh, women with porn is very on the rise. Sure. So if you're going to be at that at home, you're going to bring it out. And people, and you're going to start being inappropriate and get away from porn. All right, let's just go there. But like <laughs> right. Joanna said is 
you're going to start looking at the guys around and you're going to you're going to insult your husband by looking at another man. And, and I'm not married and right. I still avert my yeah. eyes. But one, I'm practicing and sowing purity. into purity. Yes. And so I'm I had asked because I come from um, a marriage where um, my ex-husband was uh, a porn addict and a sex addict. Um, I come from that particular lifestyle. And so I had told the Lord um, years ago, Lord, I want to, um, I don't want to be married. If I ever get remarried, Lord, I don't want to be married to that type of man. And so because of that, um, because of my own background, I said, Lord, I am going to, I'm going to sow into purity. I'm going to sow into, um, uh, um, I don't know the right word, but so I I do things now like I avert my eyes, you know, on purpose. And I'm not even married. Right. You know, I I don't actually have to avert my eyes. I am single. I can look whatever I want to look at. But why open that door? For anybody that's listening to this and say, oh, you bunch of gutty two shoes. It ain't no big deal. If I look. Some lady might be thinking, if I look, my husband don't care. Okay, what? here's what this is for. This is everyday living practice to teach you how to not look at sin and do what God it's, says. Yes. There is a spiritual aspect to what this physical that we're talking about. Right. So some woman comes dancing around the restaurant, whatever, and I'm not going to look at her. I'm going to look at the one I'm committed to. That is a picture of your walk with Jesus Christ. You're supposed to be in this world, and and the world is going to flap its sin all over at you, all over the place. You have to learn to maintain your commitment with the Lord Jesus Christ and look at Him. It's the same thing. That's what this is all about. This, oh, you know, come on, it's not that big a deal. It is that big a deal. If you can't walk through this world and look through your Lord Jesus Christ only and stay unspotted from this world, you are in trouble. And some of you listening right now, you might be in trouble. Well, that's me. No wonder my life is a wreck. Yeah, because you keep looking at sin every time it walks by, because it's going to present itself as something that looks good to you. Right. Don't give it your eyes. And you can't be this way sometimes and not sometimes. You're either all in with. Pick a side, get on it, and stay there. Jesus committed to you. He chose to come die for you. He picked that side. He got on it, and he stayed there. Now give him the yeah. same. Quit opening the door. Yeah, you're either all in or, or not. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of like when you're driving down the road, and you see this guy running shirtless. Um, ladies, look you don't the other way. Yeah, exactly. Look across straight. the street. Whatever. Yeah. You, you don't open that door. And in fact, that's what uh, Song Solomon, we've read it several times. We'll read it some more about that. You know, don't, um, don't awaken love. What it means is Before you be, it's time. time, be in or be out. Don't do this. Well, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe not, maybe don't, you know, don't do that. And in fact, um, I'm so glad, Pastor Ray, that you brought that up because that is actually in the next section I was going to read because this weaker vessel that we've been talking about is where, where is your heart? Where is your walk? That's what it's about. If you're offended by the word weaker vessel, I, I want to. You're offended by the word of God. Yes, you're offended by the word of God, and you have to look about where's your walk in all this. Yeah. Because that's what it is. So in Second um, Corinthians, uh, beginning uh, chapter 11, beginning at verse 1. Oh, that you would bear with me. And I'm going to read the whole thing, and then we can discuss it. Oh, that you would bear with me in a little folly. And indeed, you do bear with me. For I am jealous for you with godly, godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband. That's Jesus. 
For I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear, least somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupt from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he who comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if we receive a different spirit, which you have not received, or a different gospel, which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. Meaning, if you hear all this fake stuff, you might just go with it because you're not really being protected. Is that how, I mean, is that, to me, that's how I can sum that up. Well, uh, sin is so rampant in today's, and it has disguised itself. That's not sin. Yeah. It this looks acceptable. attractive. Yeah. This sure. is okay. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't worry about it. It's the craftiness of Guy, the serpent. Guys, you guys that go fishing, when you throw a line out, you put a, a some bait on there. Say it's like shrimp. Okay. That shrimp to the fish looks real good. The shrimp yeah. looks like something. The, the fish goes, that's something I want. Looks good to me. Problem is, inside that shrimp is a hook. Mm-hmm. The fish can't see that part. Right. And he can't see the line that's on it. So the fish goes, I like that shrimp. It looks good to me. I'm going for it. And they bite on it. Now they're hooked, and then they get reeled into their doom. Sin presents itself like that. It presents itself as something that looks good. Satan himself, he masquerades as an angel of light. He makes himself look like something you want. Right. And this name it, claim it theology that people have, that God loves me so much, he has to give me whatever I want. You are going to be so susceptible to this problem. Because you're going to think every time something comes your way that looks like something you want, you don't have the discernment to weigh it out. You're going to bite on that line, and you're hooked. And now you're in trouble versus being careful with how you conduct yourselves, maintaining your commitments, maintaining your honor, maintaining your understanding, and doing all of this in obedience to the Lord. You're going to be a whole mm-hmm. lot better off. Some of you are wondering, why is my life such, such a shot-up mess? Right. Because you're not acting upon this kind of uh, self-control that people of grace that have been poured over on grace. We're supposed to have self-control. We're not supposed to be bouncing right. off the walls. Have a little bit of discernment in what you choose mm-hmm. to look at and what you choose to, to go for. Think about it first. Right. Consult with the Spirit. Lord, should I look at this or not? Should I take this or not? And if he says no, then it's no. Right. Go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say it's that that infamous saying the grass is always greener on the other side no the grass is fake on the other or side full of poopy yeah and why why didn't you take the time to water your own grass right why didn't take you care take of your the time grass. to your grass would be your, greener if you did to, something yeah, about it, right? it. <laughs> exactly if you put the time into your own grass it might even be taller too yeah now <laughs> healthier yeah now this is where i'm going to go with you on this joanna because it talked about i presented you to one husband so god's like look I'm a jealous God. I gave you one husband. That's Jesus, the bride of Christ. You know, that's the church. He is saying there is no other. So if you get a false gospel here or someone tells you that it's antiquated there and they're telling you you can have healing stones while you're a Christian and you'd be amazed at some of the things I've heard Christians say about alternatives to Jesus. But yet I'm a Christian and he's saying, no, there's only one because I am not going to let you cheat, be a cheater. You lived with a cheater for 20 years and I didn't even know it. And when you found out, how did you feel? The absolute devastation and humiliation and the, the 
pain inside and out. Um, I don't even know that I could actually put into words. I just, inside I literally crumpled. And that's how God feels when we cheat on him with a fake Jesus, a fake right? gospel, when we give ourselves to others instead of the him. So if we say, look, I know your word says I'm a weaker vessel, but uh, that's not what it means. Um, that's not it. You're saying, I've got somebody else. I've got a different Jesus yeah. that I made up that treats me better. Yeah, the way and I want to be I'm going to follow that Jesus right. rather than the real one. Exactly. You just turned your back on the Lord God. And you just you just stumped on him. And when your life is in shambles, uh-huh. because it will be. Yes. You need to go right back to the Word. Exactly. And, and actually read it. Exactly. And where did this all come from? Original sin, right? Yep. And we can prove it because unless somebody wants to talk more about that, I'm going to go through the next verse that see what God was trying to set up for us and why it's okay to be weak. And we actually can really talk about weakness because I have learned more about weakness in the last, you know, several years, especially within the last several months, especially the last couple of weeks. I can, we can talk about weakness. Weakness is not, um, it's not a bad thing. Thank you. It's not bad. Weakness does not mean you're inferior and you're pathetic and you should be pushed into the corner with a broom. Weakness means I have to have Jesus as my strength. Before you move on to that okay. verse, I want to yeah. give a perspective about weakness because okay. that goes against the world system that if we hear something that sounds weak, we're automatically going to reject it. No, I'm not going to do that. Listen to what the Lord says about weakness. In 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, the Lord said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. Friends, what God is saying is that he does his best stuff in our weaknesses. Think of it. Salvation came to all mankind. Through a crucifixion. It came to us through a weakness, a man dying on the cross, Jesus Christ dying, being made fun of, humiliated, nailed through his hands and his feet to that cross. All salvation came to all men. Eternal life, that much blessing, that much power was perfected through that weakness. So I want you to get the perspective of weakness. When it says the weaker vessel, don't take that as an insult. It's not. Don't take that as, well, I'm less or I'm not equal to or what. What you need to take it as, as the power of God being perfected in your life. You want the power of God perfected in your life? Stop standing with your head up so high with your chest sticking out. Bow the knee, get low, and do what God tells you to do. If it's submit to the husband, submit. If it's for the men, to treat the wives with understanding and and with honor, then do that because right. God's power is perfected through that. I mean, when I see this, I start thinking about that pretty vase that sits on a mantelpiece that you really like and you you adore it and you don't want anybody breaking it. That's what I see. That's what God wants us to see is that you're so precious to me. It's like putting you on a mantelpiece and, and making sure nobody breaks you. Because what do we put on our fireplace mantles? Yeah, this, our the, most special, the special stuff that we don't want to get broken. Stuff, right. Exactly. That we want to display. And, we, and people to see it. And this is, look, this is, the, I love this. Look at this. You know, and that's why how God wants to see you, you know, um, you know, whatever your name may be. Well, Joanna, God's going, Joanna, you're so special to me. I just, you know, I'm going to put you right here. Boy, this is such a women's podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. 
But that's getting all mousy. Yes, exactly. But that's what the Lord wants because he said it in First Timothy 2, starting at verse 11. Let a woman learn in silence with all submission. And I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be in silence. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. And I know a lot of women who do not like that verse. Ladies, come on, hang on, hold tight. Don't turn it off yet. Let's talk about this. It's not, it is not a bad thing because the Lord is setting up an order for protection because he talked about a weaker vessel, but he also talked about how we're precious in his sight. He does not think something precious is pointless, right? God's not going to call it precious and then turn around and say, hey, I want to push you in a corner. You don't push precious things in the corner. Right. You take care of them. You polish them. You know, you give them bubble baths and put sparkles on them. <laughs> that was for you, Joanna. Thank you. So when it talks Thank about you. learning and silence with all submission, I, I want to say it. How do I say it nicely? Joanna, how good are we at actually listening as women? Or does our mouths go first? I think our mouths go first. Yes. I think for me personally, me, it's a struggle. It's, yeah, it is. I'm mine like, too. girl, check that before you speak. Yeah, I, I struggle with that. In fact, I was talking about that this weekend. And, That's and what I tell myself. Some people were you. talking about going, you know, drinking. It was a company thing and they were going to have a, some, they were telling everybody, behave, do not drink, over drink, you know, you know, and I said, look, I had to stop. It was a conference call I was having and someone said something about beer or something. I'm like, I, I, I never drank much because my filter comes off. So right. at this conference, they were talking about that. And I said, look, this coffee here, if I drink one more cup, my filter would be off. And we don't want that. <laughs> we, we do not want my filter coming off. And uh, ladies, I talk about that all the time, actually, especially with younger ones. We women have to have a filter. And that's why he said, you need to learn in silence because we have a habit. I know I'm speaking for me. I'm not, I know not all women are like this. Okay. I'm speaking to the majority. Most hear, women are yeah. opinionated. We hear it. We want to give our opinion. We yeah. want to let you know what we're thinking about. And if you don't believe me, why are talk shows so so out there? Why do you have a the view or all those other talk shows geared to women? Because we ain't silent. No. But we're supposed to be. Yeah. for letting us share our tools to become the women God created us to be. If we encourage you today, visit us at moderndayabigails.com. Remember, you are loved, cherished, and prayed over. Mm-hmm.